0: Seth to us recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And we are talking, this is going to be a honkin' episode today because y'all were so patient with us. We were out of town last week. So today we thought it would be perfect because of the nature of these two episodes. We will be covering episode two and three today um, to just get all of the weddings out of the way.
1: Mega episode Four weddings, all couples are married, right off the bat, I gotta tell you, I am going to be changing my reality TV viewing habits, and I'll tell you why.
0: Okay.
1: I am saying from now on, at the beginning of a season, I will no longer be watching the the, ahead on this season montage from here on out. There are people that do this. And I'm going to be one of them because the emotional high and jubilation I felt <laughs> jubilation. from Zach and Michaela's wedding, which we'll get into, we're going to talk about first. And the taste that was left in my mouth, the cloying, taste <laughs> that was left in my mouth after having to watch the ahead on this season and seeing them get into multiple fights. Yeah. And they look gnarly. I, I was like, I went from cloud nine to cloud negative two. I was so <laughs> freaking depressed. Babe, after, I, I just it's have the to
0: point t- of the show. I
1: know, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to live in the moment And not, and so I'm giving you my take on today, you know, these two episodes, and I'm just going to pretend I didn't see anything. Because that's the only way way. I want to live in this world.
0: Okay. I hear you. And that we are going to talk about what we have seen.
1: Okay. Period. I just, I. But. I just.
0: Seeing that preview for me was the best and worst reminder that oh my god I forgot that almost all of the weddings usually go pretty well and like you know other than like some old seasons where sorry but the producers were complete trash with some of like where they'd choose someone that they would like know they would be not attracted to them or something in general I just feel like it's like these seasons are so long that you forget And, like, you, as any of you, any of us who watched season 12, by the end, we were so exhausted. We were so over it, probably more like halfway through because of how distressing everything was. And it was so easy to just be like, well, these are all terrible matches, and the experts suck, and anyone can see this clearly. And then you watch these weddings, and you get totally swept up in the moment. And, you know, you have all of your fears based around how they've been introduced to us. But then, like, there's these incredible... It's like, it's mostly really, it's mostly jubilation. And so I, I was sort of deluding myself. I think of like, wow, they've really stepped it up with the casting. They took notes, they blah, 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 blah. And then you see the preview and you see what appears to be like every couple spiral out at some point. And you're like, oh my God, duh, like duh. Of course, the first day is full of jubilation because they don't know each other and they're on their best behavior and they are looking their best. And it's like there it's a it's a fun experience. And I, that's part of what this show is about is because of that. But it's crazy to remember that, you let know, me, at the top of a season.
1: Let me live in my happy cave for the first few weeks before okay. it all gets. I'm not saying that to you, just in general. Before it all hits the Falls fan, apart. yeah. And so with that, Michaela and Zach.
0: Michaela and Zach.
1: They are my ride or die couple. Ugh. They, I've never I been more them. moved. Yeah. By a whole wedding, a whole TV wedding experience yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. From the beginning, the wake-ups, in the morning. What are your thoughts on like the morning wakeups?
0: They're absurd, because you know. That they're already awake because there's like a whole fucking camera crew in there. Yeah. And so then they stage it. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous.
1: My first thought was, oh my gosh, I love this authentic look from Michaela." Yeah. And then I remembered, oh, it's her wedding day. She's going to get her hair and makeup professionally done. Why would she like stage it and put makeup on? Zach, when his boys come to wake him up in the room... He's ready to go. He does not change. He just puts shoes on and, <laughs> <laughs> and heads out the door. Yeah. So it's like, okay, the stageness of this is a Hells. lot, but it's cute.
0: Um, I mean, off the bat, I'm obsessed with both sets of siblings. Yes. I think it is so sweet and cute, the relationship that Michaela has with her sisters and the relationship that he has with his brothers. And... I did not really make that connection originally, but seeing like the whole wedding day play out for both of them and what clear like, it seems like they're like besties and yeah. like very much like a part of each other's lives. So that's just super cool. Cause you don't always see that. And um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was really funny when the sisters brought up Hurricane K. Ah, uh,
1: Hurricane
0: <laughs> K. K. Which clearly in the preview we, like, we are going to get to see Hurricane K this season. Hurricane, I'm personally excited.
1: Hurricane Kay makes landfall in Houston <laughs> this season.
0: Yeah, and the sister's referring to that side of her as like, are you a little worried about that? That was great. Um, something that really stood out to me about him. So as, I mean, everyone knows that I have, I had misgivings about him for the reasons of he's never been in love, the longest relationship he's ever been in is nine months. He's three He's years younger than three her. years younger than her. He's never even been a guest at a wedding, and so it'll continue to perplex me a bit when someone in that position says, "Like
1: chooses to go." This I've route. been ready
0: and wanted um, a person for so long, and I'm like, "You're 27. It hasn't been that long. Like it really hasn't. It couldn't possibly have been that long." But, I mean, I was totally charmed by him. I mean, like it goes without saying, duh. Like I was so charmed by him. He was, could not stop crying.
1: This is when I- Leaning up to the wedding. This is the start of Tim's real time, misty eyes (laughs) for about 30 minutes of real time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When he's bawling in the elevator, it was just- And it's tears of joy. It was wet eyes for the next half an hour of my life.
0: (laughs) He was crying tears of joy at what he was about to do, at feeling so blessed by this opportunity. Like, it was like he was really feeling the emotional depths of what he was about to do in a way that I don't think a lot of people could feel in touch with before they'd met the person. (laughs) But it felt so authentic to her. And something that really stood out to me is the emphasis of all of his nerves and his questions were all around, will I be enough for her? Will I be right for her? versus will she be perfect enough for me? And I'm gonna reference this multiple times throughout this episode because there's multiple comparisons to be made. Unlike Jose, whose emphasis all the way up until what seems about an hour before the wedding, it's like up until like an hour before the wedding, he had never even considered that he might not be enough for her. It was all, is she on my level? Is she perfect enough for me? And so to me, it just stood out so much and showed a lot of emotional maturity that here Zach is comfortable feeling his feelings, not feeling shame about it, and like is really concerned about being the right match for this other woman and being enough for her. And and, and not in a way that feels like um, some of the insecurities that we worry about a bit with uh Rachel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: more from just like this, like a selfless place, like a place that's like I wanna do right by this girl, whoever she is, you know? So that really stood out to me.
1: Slow clap. I had the exact same I, I was gonna make this point. Oh. Exactly. Hundred I had the same thing written down ah. because well, and I'll take it a little bit of a different direction, but it's along those same lines. Mm-hmm. They ask every couple or every person in every couple what uh, the worst, best and worst case scenario is. Mm -hmm. And when they asked him what his worst case scenario was, he said that we're not compatible. Now, he's 27 years old. Every other guy, almost to a T, says, my biggest concern is what if I'm not attracted to her? What if she's not attracted to me? It's all that and his going straight to compatibility. Yeah. I was very impressed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he's all and then she gets emotional because she has that beautiful moment with her sisters where, oh, they're doing the something borrowed, something blue. They give her the Star Trek thing, which I'm sorry, but the whole time I was wondering, like, where can she put that? Like, is she putting that in her garter? I don't know. Um, cause you're supposed to like have it on your person while you're getting married. Oh. Yeah.
1: So uh, that was so my only four concern. things, something old, something new, something blue, something borrowed. Yeah. And those four things are on physically you. on you. Yeah. Interesting. I just thought it was like, like yes.
0: literally my blue was my underwear.
1: Yeah. I was going to, I was going to ask, but you brought it up on the podcast. Um, I was like, that's why you were wearing uh,
0: yeah blue <laughs> panties. <laughs> and then like, Gosh, I don't remember all my stuff, so let's yeah. not get into that because yeah. I feel bad. But No, I mean, anyway, a good thing like yeah. the
1: panties aren't something borrowed. <laughs> An <laughs> we ancient don't...
0: heirloom passed down yeah. from female matriarch to matriarch. Your grandmother the wore centuries.
1: these loopers <laughs> in 1908 <laughs> on her first wedding.
0: The night that she consummated <laughs> her marriage.
1: <laughs> and but I'm passing these loopers down you to you. As you can see...
0: These crusty stains <laughs> are a representation of your ancestors. <laughs> uh. Okay, we'll stop it there. We could go way too far with that. Um,
1: <laughs> so something blue was the Star yes, Trek figurine. it was figurine. beautiful,
0: and her dad was a Trekkie, and he was a nerd, and was also like, a, sounds like an absolutely beautiful person. It's He died in a devastating way. He got killed by a drunk driver, so fucked. Um, but that was so beautiful. Yeah, like, it was. When the girls presented that to her. And then she said she quoted Star Trek. And it was so cute. Um, and she said, like, I, you know, I want someone like my dad who's like amazing with people and also a nerd. And it's like, here, this guy's a computer programmer. It's just couldn't be any more perfect. So let's walk down the aisle because... I mean, it's just adorable. Well, first he goes up to her mom and says like, thank you for, which mom looks like a queen. Yeah. She's got the jewel between your eyes. I'm like, you're so adorable. And he is like, thank you for letting me marry your daughter. I know it's a little late. And she's like, oh, honey, I didn't let her do anything. I'm just supporting her, <laughs> <laughs> which I loved. Um, But oh my, oh, and then we have brother-in-law walk her down the aisle, which was A, like so sweet to me. And again, just like spoke to the the sibling relationships. The tight-knit of the family. And it also made me chuckle, imagining what his whole side of the family was probably wondering frantically, like, who's that random white guy walking her down the aisle?
1: (laughs) Who's this 40-year-old white dude walking down this (laughs) 30-year-old woman?
0: Yeah, Um, I have a feeling that had to be explained at some point. Um, But, okay, so they meet at the end of the aisle, and I personally have never seen... A meeting like this like they literally like linger in these like flirty minxy smiles that they exchange back and forth that are like <laughs> and it like doesn't stop and everyone's just witnessing it and, and it's like It's adorable and cringy because you almost feel like this isn't supposed to be seen. (laughs) Most
1: of the actual ceremonies on this show are, you know, awkward. You get a lot of the same like recycled jokes and stuff. Yeah. And this was fresh. It was fun. And I dare say that out of our years of watching *Married at First Sight, this was my favorite wedding ceremony that I've seen. I agree. Um... I just kept writing, I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> in my notes. To yourself. <laughs> to myself.
0: <laughs> his vows were perfect. He didn't, he, did, he didn't. Oh my God, he recited them from memory. Yeah, he just recited. And then she
1: like, was absolutely smitten with him. Smitten. And it was like, okay, let's go. And yeah, she's his... <laughs> like, okay, bye.
0: We don't need to continue. I love, I mean, Michaela is like, just infectious you know like she's just got one of those personalities where she can just make everyone feel like joyous and so she is just I feel like she is really responsible here for making everything feel so warm and comfortable yeah because she is just so she's just like I love how shameless she was yeah, about, she's like, completely how disarming. attracted to him she is. Yeah. She's just super open, like, oh my, you're I mean, they're, mine?
1: They're both beautiful people.
0: Yeah, they're a ridiculously beautiful couple. It's insane. Um, okay, so then we have to talk about the fact that, like, in the family letter about him, it was mentioned that he's a Renaissance man. <laughs> so. You know, we always have our quiet moment right after the ceremony where they get to basically have a glass of champagne and try to frantically like get to know each other awkwardly for like 15 minutes before they have to go be with everyone. And it's always a little bit awkward. Like, even people that you feel like you can sense true chemistry and possibility, it's got to just be so weird. It's the first time you're meeting, it's the first time you're alone, but you're surrounded by a crew. It's just there's nothing natural about it. Yeah,
1: it's the first time you're leading a conversation, really, because you know you get you get out cameras on you. Yeah, you get up on the wedding dress on (laughs) the ceremony is all just reciting. Yeah, you know it's all just stuff. It's basically
0: like you're getting taught about this person you're about to marry by other first real interaction. Yeah, so it was just so awkward to me when she's like, "Okay, so it was mentioned that you're a Renaissance man. Like, can you tell me what that means?" And I personally immediately felt for her and kind of thought maybe she felt fa- like I think that Renaissance man can sound a little red flaggy, like someone that maybe hasn't figured out what they're doing at all in life. Oh,
1: no, I don't read that that way at all.
0: or well or just like, OK, you're apparently amazing at all these things. What are they?
1: She so <laughs> literally
0: goes, his- well, growing up my dad liked to teach us a lot of things. And he taught me to crochet and make lotion and stuff. Silence, silence. And she's like, oh, make lotion. And then he's like, oh, and I'm a computer programmer. And like, you're like, dude, lead with that. And then, and then he ends up being like, Oh, and I don't really make lotion anymore. (laughs) Why does that mean? Like, I support you. That's kind of cool. But it's such a weird thing to just list and not even, like, elaborate on. Like, what does that mean? Like, does your dad, like, harvest essential oils from the herbs in the yard? And that, like, are we talking that much? Or are we, like... Is uh... there a
1: lanolin farm behind your house? When someone says my dad taught me a lot of, if I'm having a conversation with someone and they go, yeah, you know, like, tell me about your childhood. Well, my dad taught me, like, taught me a lot of things. If you were to give me 500 guesses on what (laughs) two of those things were, I would have never gotten crochet and lotion fabrication. (laughs)
0: Lotion making.
1: Lotion making. Just fascinating information. Truly.
0: And honestly, I do think it's actually really freaking cool that he was taught those things, that his dad, like, taught him those, like, kind of crafty things. And, I mean, so cool. But it was just a really awkward moment, and you could tell that she didn't know what to think about it. And so then there was just this silence that made me die. Um, But that's it. And then they're doing the photo shoot. They're having a complete ball. I mean, like... They loved it. Yeah,
1: they try to be, like, serious with each other and look in each other's eyes, but they can't stop laughing, and there's kissing, and, like, it's very comfortable for how supposedly uncomfortable that usually looks.
0: And I would say there's two moments that we just have to keep our eyes on that, like, I feel like each wedding, no matter how good it felt and looked, there's a couple things that make you go, oh, and you just wonder... Are these going to be thing things down okay. the road?
1: What are your thing things?
0: Um, well, I started writing. Her meeting with this family is cute because I love those parents, mm-hmm. and at, like at the top, it's amazing. She's like, "You have raised a gorgeous son." Da 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 da. Like it's just lovely, and then all of a sudden, the mom just starts listing all of these things about him that, quite frankly, are not that enticing. Like, basically really emphasizing how particular he is. He only likes things done a very certain way. He's very picky. Oh, he has limitless energy. You can never da-da-da. And you can just see her kind of starting to get a little bit overwhelmed. And I was like, y'all, what are you doing? Like, don't blow your load for him on the first night. Like, let them ease in. Like, this is not good. And then... The second one is when the sisters get time with him and asks a very straightforward, easy question. And I know he meant well by the answer, but he did not do that right. So she goes, so why should we trust you with our sister, basically? Mm-hmm. And he does this whole diatribe about, like, well, I ultimately think, like, it's way better for me to just, like, show you with my actions, like, over the next couple of months, you'll be, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time together, and I know that you're going to hear from your sister that, like, like, that will speak louder than any words I could say, which I'm thinking, okay, great, great intro, and yeah. then you're going to say, but, da ba da But instead, he just goes, so, yeah. And you just see all the sisters are like, huh? Like, no, 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 no. That is not reassuring like, at all.
1: My guy, Zach, kind of dropped the ball. That was bad. In that situation. Like, I, I, yeah, initially, I think that's a really good thing. Like, honestly, there's nothing I can say. You're just going to have to watch our relationship. Yeah. And then it's like, but you still say something after that. Like you, yeah, exactly. you, follow, you follow that up with a few characteristics about your personality and the yeah, things that just you believe to put them in. At to ease. exactly like
0: their sister is literally marrying a stranger. Like anything is better than nothing. But those are my thoughts for them. Yeah, I mean, over. I loved them. I got teary. I felt. I squealed. Like, I mean, there couldn't have been a better first impression. Or initial like boom explosion chemistry so that was really fun and exciting to watch and obviously makes seeing what we saw in the preview that much more horrifying and like my my curiosity is like just spinning out because now I'm like wow how do we go from here to there I can't wait what preview
1: are you talking about right okay I don't know what preview <laughs> last thing on them Michaela's sisters look like the funnest time.
0: Yeah, they do. Like
1: this wedding looked like the wedding. I'm, I'm always like kind of like trying to judge every wedding and being like, okay, which one would I like going to the most? This was the one that I would like going to the most. Out of, out of everything. Yeah, for
0: sure. Okay, let's do Mirla and Gil. <clears throat> Gil, Mirla uh, and Gil.
1: Mirla and Gil. <sighs> God. Mirla, okay, well, let. I guess off the bat, Mirla is someone that I have a really hard time like putting trying to kind of trying to figure out because there are some times where she sounds very high maintenance and very difficult yeah but then I really respect like what she's about in her career yeah and you know she's in education um and you she's could very tell like from the, no
0: nonsense
1: yes from the um uh, from the way that you know, she describes her career and her passions. I'm like, okay, I'm so behind this. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But yes, she is also very particular. Like, I was losing my mind during the dress shopping, she's oh like, "No, God. I don't like this. She I don't hates like that."
0: Everything. I didn't like
1: her dress at all, very much. To be honest, I actually with you. liked
0: it, but I had a hard time with that really bad between the breast tattoo. Mm. That. <laughs>
1: I had a problem with it all... was like
0: the equivalent of a tramp stamp, but between her Tetons. And it's just I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm all I have tattoos. I'm all about like, whatever, wear what you want. But for that was like especially distracting to me.
1: I didn't like the amount of nude lace that was coming down her arms.
0: Mm, I like it that. was
1: bunching up at her wrists. Oh, and yeah. I was like, let's we got to taper this down. Anyway. Okay, um, yeah,
0: I was just like, she hates everything.
1: And that continued to her getting her makeup. Oh,
0: my God. I'm like, if you are going to micromanage the makeup artist, here's the thing. I'm like, I'm really torn sometimes with her between, and maybe this is where it all comes down to delivery, Mm -hmm. because there is this part of me, and I think it's the part of me that feels like I'm constantly battling my inner people pleaser, That feels very like, I mean, I just respect people who don't have any um, like neuroses about like getting their needs met and getting what they want done. You know what I mean? That's a good point. And so it's like, I mean, you're getting your wedding done for your, I mean, you're getting your makeup done for your wedding that's going to be on national television. If there's ever a time to be honest with your makeup artist, it's definitely now, but like, why? Does it just... I think it might be a delivery thing. Because it's like, on one hand, I respect. She kind of doesn't give a fuck. And she's like, if I'm paying you to do my makeup, you're going to do it the way I want it. But you do get this feeling. It's like, I think it's a delivery thing. Let's just be honest. She sounds like a bitch sometimes. Like, she just does. And...
1: She was getting the bridezilla edit. Yes, yes, what for I wrote sure. Down. Um, oh, that's
0: true. And she even referred to herself as like that's some of my Mir Lazilla or I something. Oh, that was a
1: friend that said that about her. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But so I mean, and this is she's obviously she's a blaring red flag because of this part of her. Again, we respect her for the fact that she's like I have my goals, I live my life a certain way. I can make the money to live the life that I want. And I like deserve what I, like I am worth what I put into myself. And that is really cool. But I think that the way she delivers, it's it's that she's also got that sort of like, I cannot be budged. I will accept nothing less than perfection in others. Like she seems like someone who probably has very high expectations of other people. And a lot of those expectations at least when she is fronting, appear to be kind of surface level.
1: You're wondering, I think my biggest thing with her is I'm wondering where, like, what, what her compromise level is. And I think that's gonna be the biggest thing moving forward. Like, what are the right. things that she's really not gonna budge on? Right. Because there's gotta, there's gonna have to be some- Right now
0: it's all in theory. You know yeah, what I mean, exactly. and even the way she's talking about it is in theory, yeah, and like, for example, she has mentioned how much she loathes baldness for half of the time we've seen her on screen up until her wedding, and yet she walks down the aisle and she's almost instantly smitten with him, and she's like she doesn't even care about the bald head because he's a beautiful man, and you know what I'm saying, yeah, no, for and sure. then it's like so.
1: So you're like, oh, I you're guess like, that really wait, wasn't that you, big of a deal. Yeah,
0: you're like, are you a little bit all talk, and like, you know? Well, and she's I- definitely
1: not all talk about physical touch, because she gives him like she's very oh, clear sure. about like not. We're wanting, not going, we're there, not right going now. there. We're not going there. We're not. It looks know. like that
0: continues to be an issue
1: on the preview that I didn't watch. right? Um, It does look like it's (laughs) gonna be an issue.
0: (laughs) I thought it was interesting when we got a little tidbit from Pastor Cow before the wedding. Cause we were still just like, what the fuck? When you see these compared scenes of like her looking for her wedding dress, it seems like there's no joy. It seems like she can't stand to be there and she thinks everything's hideous and this is all just a huge affront to her. And then you're watching Gil and he wants something loud and sexy and he's, Like, talking to his friends about how he wants to kiss her and how, like, he just wants to have a great time. And you're like, this is not going to work.
1: Well, she goes and gives him the full cheek move at the altar. Oh, yeah. Which, I I don't. I know. I'm kind of a little. You have
0: to, like, I mean. I'm a
1: little, come on here. like I am, too. We're not. But it's
0: also her right to do that.
1: You're right. It is. It's just, it was interesting how...
0: It feels like she... Like her,
1: his buddies bring that up later. Right. You really kind of grill her on that.
0: Which I thought was personally inappropriate.
1: That was a little much.
0: It's like, no, we don't need three grown men surrounding this woman in this position, basically like putting her on the spot of like, how soon will she kiss? And of course, what everyone's thinking, have sex with their friend. Like it's none of your damn business. Yeah, I agree. Um, It's interesting Because even, like, you could just, like, watch her. She seems like someone who is very concerned with how things look on the outside. And I have a sneaking suspicion that this whole not touching kissing thing is about not looking like, like, she has judgmental ideas in her head about, like, making sure no one thinks she's easy. And she wants to make, I don't know if, you know, she has a Catholic background or something. I think that there's some religiousness in there. I think she said some God stuff. I can't, I don't know. Um, but so I wonder about that. And then, but it was interesting to watch her react to the letter about him. And then uh, like how Gil will make a spectacle of himself anywhere like he'll, to make you laugh. And she is just not that kind of girl. No. You can see that that freaks <clears throat> her out. Then we get the pit bull info drop. Oh. Which of course she makes a face at. So it's like you spent the whole ceremony, like you could see that she was like, she was melting, looking him in the eye, but like she's still got this really rigid side of herself with this checklist that's like frantically trying to track if he if he fits the, the checklist. Yeah, and he's just trying to like make her happy and thinks she's gorgeous and is. So something Pastor Cal said. I was trying to say this earlier. He said like. Basically, what I got from it is that he kind of thinks they're a good fit because Gil is going to stand up to Mirla.
1: We shall see.
0: And so I am very <laughs> curious. I mean, I, by, as the wedding goes on, I mean, she's completely smitten. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, this one was kind of like a disjointed for me because yeah, the wedding goes well, and then they talk. They
0: meet after. They meet
1: after, and it kind of is like, oh, this is getting a little awkward. But then they end up finding like things in common and are bonding, and that's when we get more about like the shedding dog and how that's going to be an yeah. issue for her. But then they both like. But have that was a, like a disarming in-
0: conversation.
1: Yeah, and um, we.
0: F- <clears> I felt <throat> like it was like I felt like that conversation was the true game changer because she realized like, oh, we can talk about these things I'm worried about. And oh my God, we have all these things in common. We care about the same shit. Like, you know, within reason. Um, I felt like, oh, she's smitten. And he's like along for the ride right now. Like he's open.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't think he's crazy about her yet, but I think he's really intrigued by her and very attracted to her. Um, What did you think of the last name conversation?
1: Um, well, interesting you bring that up because I thought that my whole theory is, and I wanted your take on what do you think about having deep conversations at the wedding? Like, cause, Mm -hmm. cause, um, in Brett and Ryan, Ryan. he brings up the lease, like what's your lease situation like? Oh yeah. And I don't know. I just think,
0: I just think like I... Yeah, I think we it's can her, leave I, some logistics for like maybe in eight weeks or yeah, six weeks at least. Yeah, no,
1: I just think that that kind of like, this should be like a fun celebration. And I'm, I am I think I take more of the side of let's have the quirky kind of fun convo at the wedding when we get to know each other. Like, let's have some first date convo. Yeah. When we're at
0: our dinner table or when we're drinking champagne, not like... Or like just if it's natural... Fun, like, who are you conversations? You know, like, wait, what's your favorite thing to do? And where do you work? And like, what are you into? And wait, were you born here? Like, but being like, so what was your last name? Are you gonna change your last name?
1: No, it wasn't, are you? What was your last name before my last name? That was
0: insane. That was was like like severely presumptuous.
1: presumptuous. Um, I mean, he's a traditional guy. I think she has every right to do whatever she wants to do. But I just, in general, I think my larger point is- That was a weird
0: choice for him to bring that up that night. Yes. And the way he did it. It Mm -hmm. was like, okay, Gil, do we have a controlling streak?
1: Yeah, and I I think, so I guess my my bigger takeaway is like, let's not talk about these things within the first two hours.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Is
1: kind of where I land on that all.
0: Yeah. Now, one other weird moment for them before we move on. Um... So his friend Willie has this sit down with Mirla
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where so clearly everyone on his side, their ears perked up and they felt red flagged by the statement in her family's letter that said how much she loves designer and her lifestyle. And she also cares a lot about people. And you've got to basically accept her for who she is. She's going to show up to a
1: charity event, a
0: chair. She's no, like the soup kitchen, a clothing drive, actually. She'll show up to the clothing drive wearing her Louboutins, which I'm sorry. I respect you having good style and being out in the world as you want to be wherever. But like, that's just honestly fucked up to specifically be at a clothing drive dressed to the nines with obvious designer that's tacky and rude and smushing it in their face and i thought like ooh, they did her dirty with that story they did
1: her very dirty but i'm also very happy that we got that story (laughs) and i agree with you 100 it was interesting during this wedding because i'm going to go back to the ceremony very briefly they a lot of times they'll show you know they show a lot of Uh, quick shots of like family and friend reaction during the weddings but we don't always get an accompanying like name of that person that they're showing and during this there's this guy who's kind of given some side eye to her letter i totally miss this and it says willie um gill's friend and i just made a mental note like interesting that they would.
0: Well, obviously because. They're and then later. The yeah. And then
1: later they, that's all the groundwork led to Willie kind of yeah. letting his thoughts be known about this person.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, look, I respect the basis of a conversation about like, is there room in your life for compromise? What do you think about compromise? What do you think about, you know, when you join your lifestyle to someone else? Like, what goes into that for you? Dubba dubba da Valid. And like I do think, and I said this last episode, that her like mantra being like my lifestyle should not change at all. It's, I think it just rubs the wrong way because you just sound like someone who does isn't willing to compromise and work with new circumstances. I also think If she makes enough money, which she clearly makes bomb money, okay? Principals of schools, we know this. Tim is a teacher, and he's actually about to start his admin credential program. But uh, principals make good money. So then if she leaves, she was a principal for years and now is a consultant for other principals, I mean, what you could make is probably limitless. You know what I mean? Because you're doing these little contracts for a lot of schools at the same time. So, she probably makes great money. And the point is, she can afford the lifestyle, at least as far as we know, that she lives. And so, if they're joining their lives together, she's not asking to have, like, new Louboutins p- purchased by his fireman's salary. She's, what's the big deal? Like, I agree 100%. It's a dual 100%. earner income. No. But, but, I understand why the sentiment comes across like I mean it just sounds very unrealistic and ridiculous that yeah. you would never it almost sounds like you're saying I will never be willing to ever sacrifice anything if my partner wanted me to. Yeah. Which is absurd. But then Willie straight up says, so you're high maintenance. And I'm sorry, but I think that was totally out of line. I think that was rude and like the funny part is I'm finding myself like weirdly standing up for Mirla and I'm not even sure I like her at all as a person, <laughs> but I'm just like, who the fuck are you, dude? Like, what are you doing? This is so rude. I, I just, I don't think that's right. Anyway. Yeah.
1: I, I, the weird thing is, is that like everything, not everything. How do I want to say this? There are a lot of truths being yes. shared here.
0: Yes. And,
1: and, you know, like Gil is being authentic to himself by saying, I'm traditional. I want you to change your name. Mirla is being authentic to herself and saying, I like, I want this type. I live, type, a, certain I live a certain type of lifestyle. I will not be changed Willie Gill's friend is being authentic to their friendship and being like, okay, let's call this what it is. So everyone is right in a way is what I'm trying to say, but the a way lot of
0: delivery issues,
1: a lot of delivery, <laughs> yeah. a lot of delivery and timing issues. Yes, and so I think that's ultimately where I stand yeah. on it all is that like she is high maintenance. Yeah, inappropriate to say that to her face in that way, inappropriate, weird kind of for guilt and
0: combative. Yeah
1: everyone's right. No one is delivering like going yeah. back to, you know, like, yeah, if she can afford the clothes, who gives a fuck? Like let her wear, what wear and buy whatever she wants to wear and buy. Like right. you guys are, ha- are t- going to be a two income family and make both of you are making good money. Yeah. You know, so it's not that big of a deal, but the timing and delivery of when and how we are having this conversations is like, let's pump the brakes a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And I'm wondering how much of that is coming from, them both being 35 or whatever and like, okay, we're adults here. Let's dig down to the core right away and not BS around the corner.
0: And like, I mean, I hear a lot of that language a lot and we'll get into that more when we get into Rachel and Jose. Mm -hmm. But that is what's the conundrum of being at this point in life and still trying to find the right partner, right? It's like, there's so many benefits For people that are just a little bit older, like 30 to 35, because they've been through a lot, they've had their heart broken and through all of that life experience, you get so much more in tune with who you are as a person, who you are in conflict, who you are in love, things that you need to work on and things that like you won't settle for or things that like you will never be okay with. And so that is all like so positive. But then you have the other side of that coin which is, I think that sometimes people in that situation become so fixated on my way, my way, um, my version of perfect, my perfect checklist. And it's like, I think the like the best is, is obviously some blurry blob in between those two things, right? Like, I don't think it's one or the other, um, but that other side, that perfectionistic, like, are they enough for me? It's and it's hard because it's like you do deserve the best, like you deserve a partner that treats you well. But it's like you get what I'm saying. No, for you can sure. get like way too hung up in. Um, it's just a slippery slope. Is you're right. Maybe no, the way I get I'm what saying. you're
1: saying, and I would. I get think like personally, I would rather watch a season of people who are like stuck in their more mature really what they want. ways and know what they want, rather than a Virginia being like, I want to party six nights a week. Please come with me. But I think
0: I want to be married. But but I I want to be married,
1: but I don't know. Like I would rather I'd rather deal with like some of this real stuff than the bullshit. Yeah. Um
0: okay, let's move on to Brett and Ryan. Okay. Uh something that I just missed the last episode that I was happy that they replayed in the like whatever, the recap was his sister saying, Ryan's sister saying he he falls in love easily. I've watched him fall in love in 24 hours before. Mm. So I just think that's something interesting to know about him. Sister wasn't present. Was she not?
1: I don't know. I mean, I totally had forgotten about the sister. Yeah,
0: because you would have thought that she would have had a one-on-one moment with Brett at the wedding.
1: Yeah, because she was like, I don't know about this. And his parents were like, I don't know about this. And we didn't get a lot of that. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, who knows? Um, okay. This is what's funny is like... Uh, Ryan is, like, not super expressive on his face, right? Yes. He's he's just, once I found out he's an oil and gas guy who spends a lot of time on a ranch, it made so much more make sense to me.
1: The personality? Yes,
0: like, I've just been feeling like, I don't not like you, but you keep sort of presenting to me as this, like, amorphous white male blob, and I don't know what I'm supposed to care about about you.
1: No, he's a gritty rancher Yellowstone. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but, <laughs> but yeah. And it like, it, I mean, it definitely plays into that more like that subdued, stoic, stoic. Yes. Great word. Thank you. Um. Okay. But Ryan really wins me over at the top of all of this with the way that he, like something me and Tim also noticed is there was almost no wedding gifts for all of these weddings. And we don't know why we got to see Bow and Johnny's and then we get to see Brett and Ryan's and we don't get to see anyone else. So either nobody else did them or they sucked. Um, but Ryan,
1: well, obviously they didn't suck enough cause they would have showed it if it was really bad.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Ryan says, sends flowers and then he sends the running shoes, which they all took as a joke. Like in case you want to run. And I think that would actually be funnier, but there was this part of me that was like, cause he was very adamant. Like if she's not active, I'm going to be really, really have a hard time with that. And I'm like, was that a message about like, come run with me? come on a job it
1: felt like here are your athletic shoes you better be wearing them a lot that's you, what i i didn't that's get what you took from it? I, yeah i didn't okay. take the joke of it
0: well but that's what her family thought it was
1: yeah no it was and hint like, hint
0: oh it's funny you can run
1: yeah <laughs> i don't know
0: um okay yeah so that was like i didn't really i just i loved the huge bouquet of flowers i thought it yeah. was gorgeous then you see him walk down the aisle and i'm like He's holding this adorable little bouquet of roses and a card and I'm like, "Who is this for?" And he goes up to his mom and he gives them to her and I just thought that was so lovely. Great move.
1: He's very um he's very thoughtful, traditional, chivalrous. chivalrous, traditionalist. Yeah. And wins people over like just by being a, like a on average stand-up dude.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um I mean, I thought that their whole like, did you have any specifics on them at the altar? I just thought that like they seemed to have really good chemistry.
1: Yeah, no, it was confusing for me, and this maybe is like Ryan's hard to readness. Yeah. Because on confessionals he'd be like, This is not really the look I was going for. Yes. And then they then you know, and she's like, I don't really know. Like, she wasn't blown away. Or you no, know, she liked I feel the beard. Like it but was then really they-
0: exciting at the top. Then you start getting in the middle when they're both talking to friends mm-hmm. and getting the confessionals. You start going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. You know, when she is having her panic about yeah. the square dancing. And then by we're back in the hotel room and it's like, oh, no, no, no. Wait, they're they really like each other. And yeah. So or at, at I at felt like I was table, on a yeah. roller coaster with I kind of
1: was, too. But yeah, it does. It seems like they're really into each other. I didn't think it was like super fair for the assumption to be made that. Oh, this girl's just gonna two-step with me, for our first dance. Oh, I don't know. Personally, I was like,
0: yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't guess. Know.
1: Like, he he was pretty much like, this is how I dance, so this is how we're dancing.
0: Hmm. Good know. point. I was sort of like, girl. Well, I guess I'm like, isn't a two-step really easy? And like, if the guy can just guide you.
1: Yeah, she was a little neurotic about I it. I just
0: felt like she was getting way too concerned about looking right in that moment. And I was like, nobody cares if you look right. Like, just laugh and, and be open that you don't know what you're doing, but yeah. you'll follow his lead. And I feel like she turned that into, which I don't blame her. I might have felt the same way. Because here's the thing. I mean, you could tell when she finds out he's an oil and gas guy, she definitely has a moment of pause. She was not expecting that. And then when there's the thing in the letter, um, it said he likes the nicer things in life, which he did not like that they said that. He like sent a death stare to the audience. <coughs> and then they're like, but that's tempered basically by his time spent on the on the ranch or the farm. And she looked a little scared then.
1: Um, then she talks to the, I guess, so she talks to the friends ask and she's like, so what kind of things happen at this ranch? are there killings yeah. <laughs> she, he's like well she's a big hunter he's, he's a big like, hunter. hunting
0: is a part of his life
1: I mean, my question to you how just taking a guess like how big do you think of an issue that this is going to be because there's a part of me also that's maybe i'm t- jumping a step mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. I'm making some generalizations mm-hmm. here but we could be a little mismatched on how we see the world yeah um how big of a deal? Do you think this whole like ranching kind of lifestyle thing is going to be? Because she makes it very clear that she's not a country girl.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, and I kind of feel like she's getting a little too in her head about that. Okay. And something that I was thinking, I'm like, okay, so he is like country oil man, Texas, mm-hmm. and she's like Texas alternative, like she's like alt Texas, like you know, like she probably in another lifetime like lived in Austin or like went to college there. And so she thinks that she's, like, edgy with, like, her red bob, even though she has lip filler and all of her friends look like, to me, they look like blonde basic batches, but whatever. Um, No judgment, no judgment. But what I, after I just judged, (laughs) um, I don't know. What I need to figure out is how edgy is she actually, and I don't know yet. You know what I mean? Because I could see this being a complete non-issue. Like, I mean, other, the hunting thing can be pretty divisive if you have always believed one thing about this thing, and then you get people that have been lifelong hunters, so it's just a completely different life philosophy to them. That is a big thing, but I don't think that that's, unless he's, like, doing taxidermy in the garage, like, (laughs) it doesn't have to, like, mess with your daily life. As for, like, I mean, I don't know. I could see this being a huge deal and not a big deal at all. Like, she also seems like someone who's down to have a good time. And, like, I think she might end up being surprised that she has a lot of fun on the ranch. I mean, he clearly is rich. He's an oil and gas man. This ranch is probably Gorgina. It's probably bougie. I mean, it's probably not like a podunk... Farm, this is like George W. Bush's farm.
1: I know, but but they were saying like, I don't know much about the economies of Texas, but like a lot of people are in the oil industry there. Like... So? Well, I'm just saying it doesn't mean that every. Well, he has, I'm just saying have he has a,
0: access to a farm that he spends some time on and not all. So, and if it's it's in the family...
1: That's true. Like, I, just I think am like, it sounds
0: it, like he has family Does he wealth. have a
1: job in oil or... Is and he, he an, likes
0: the nicer things in life.
1: Or is he an oil baron? There's two different things.
0: Oh, babe, no. I got the, the picture that he's probably got money. Okay. And so...
1: Well, here's the thing. I, if she was, like, a vegan... Like, right. what, what are... You know, then it's like... That this, would be this a makes, problem. This makes no sense, actually. That would actually. be a big problem. So that's why I'm like, there's no way... You know, if she's got a pita sticker on her laptop or something, <laughs> like, this is probably not going to work out. Right. But if she's just like, ooh, hunting...
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't feel... To me, more of the emphasis of her um, worries seem to be more about insecurity that his world won't accept her. Yeah. So to me, that at least gives... I think it's valid. That's a great point. I think I would feel the same way. And I think that there's, like, hope there because, like, if his friends end up being really rad and, like, catching her off guard or if she goes to what I believe is the fancy ranch... And she has like an incredible time and like gets drunk on the deck with his mom and dad. And like, you know what, there's a lot, you can have So I'm not a country girl, but I love to go horseback riding and like be in that environment for certain periods of time. Like you live in Texas for God's sake. I don't know. I just, I think that there's potential here still. I would be bummed too, because like I'm not a country music girl. I mean, I would, I would be like intimidated. Like, and I think that that's more of what she's feeling is like, wow, I'm surprised because he doesn't match up with who I've typically gone for. But I'm obviously open because who I've typically gone for hasn't worked out. And
1: they're both in that camp.
0: Exactly. And I like that. Mm -hmm. And I like that they have an openness around that, that they're not afraid to admit that. Yeah, she's not typically my type, but like, damn. I am, like, smitten with her. Yeah. Like, she's hot and she's different and she, like, she's tall and she's, like, catching me off guard with her sass. And, like, it makes you look at him and go, like, well, that's probably what's been missing for you. If you've dated, like, every cute little southern girl who, like, won't push back with you uh, in apparently your whole state, according to you, then this is probably a huge breath of fresh air. And... Like, surprise, you're also super attracted to her. She has huge boobs and a beautiful face. Like, what's not to like, you know? (laughs) And then uh, with her, I feel like it seems like more of it's coming from not, like, ew country to me right now. It's more, like, intimidated because, oh, that's that kind of person. And they're not going to, like, respect me because I'm not that kind of person. So We're going to break
1: down some walls, break down the barriers. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of hope for them. Yeah. I like them. And and I did also, like you, have some trouble reading. I mean, the first time he said she wasn't his type, I got freaked out because he's not like this super, like I was like, elaborate, please elaborate. <laughs> like we need more details. But then in the confessional... He's like, oh my God, like, I, yeah, she's not who I would have ever thought, but like, oh my God, she pulls off that red hair and I'm so attracted to her and like, and you're like, okay, so it's there. He probably, maybe we're foreseeing a thing, like he seems like someone who might be more likely to have trouble communicating well, Mm. like emotions Mm -hmm. and like details. So I could foresee that being an issue for these two, but I really like, I mean, I love her.
1: She's spunky.
0: She is, and I think she could be a really great match for him. Yeah. So like, okay, I okay. have, I have hopes. Um, okay. Let's go to Jose and Rachel.
1: This, this, Ooh. this was. It's Ooh. so. This was this all. This was another roller coaster. This was, I was all over the place trying to figure this out. It, I guess overall, I'll just say like, and then we'll we'll jump into the nitty yeah. gritty. It was fascinating for me to see Jose present. He is presented all this confidence, yeah. bravado, all yeah. this empire building talk. Oh,
0: I'm always so red flagging when I hear the empire we're gonna build. I'm like it, stop. He is
1: just it's feeling Williams himself. Talk. He is feeling himself and then post wedding, there are moments where he goes into a cage. He had he serious MLA on their pictures. <laughs> He's like he didn't know how to smile his yeah, like, it
0: looked like his face was his lips were so tense.
1: Yeah, it was and yeah. it's
0: emphasized by that sorry, shallow, but there's like a half inch too much of flesh exposed with the hairline around the lips. Like we need the beard. And or the mustache to come closer to the lip, like they need to be almost resting on the lip without taking over the lip, and he's got it so that it almost looks like there's a vagina on his face.
1: He's got vagina. I mouth. mean, everyone... sorry, it just it, with the, it's got it's a vagina mouth. I, I pause the TV when his mouth is closed. Take no, a picture. No, I'm putting it on the story. Take a picture sideways <laughs> on your TV and tell me what it looks like. But and I think, then come to me with your criticisms. Like, but until then, <laughs> don't say anything because-
0: We're just speaking the facts, We speak That's
1: all, it's what we're here to
0: do. Yeah, we're facts, facts, truth speakers. Um, <laughs> and I just think that that um, tragedy of the facial hair, like it just emphasizes what was already happening, which was that he was like severely pursing his lips. He could not smile or laugh or have fun.
1: And uh, conversely, she is the one who seems very insecure and we're deeply, deeply worried pre, about pre-wedding. pre-wedding. And then she's a, like, she just she had spawns the upper hand. into someone completely different than we've seen. I mean, it's been so well, little I think time, it's just but.
0: because he was taken with her from the second he saw her. And I don't think she's used to having a guy. It sounds like she's been with a lot of assholes. And, pro- and a lot of times, assholes, like, never want you to feel like you've got them in the bag or that there's any security. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think for him to just basically off the bat be like, OMG, you are gorgeous. Uh, like, he, like, yeah. had, like, auga eyes for her. And I think that she just is like, oh, my God, this is all I've ever wanted. So great. All- now I am confident. Yeah. I'm going to just, like, I'm a princess.
1: Is there, Was there anything ceremony-wise that you noticed or caught attention to? Because I need to get into the post-ceremony.
0: Okay, well, I just want to go into... I want to say a little bit about pre, which is that, again, and, I, and obviously this is part of it, right? It's like this is part of the truth of people, and then this is part of reality shows, like, totally trying to give you big contrast so that you get confused. Y'all... Having to have this alone time with Jose again before the wedding, hearing him talking about himself, hearing him talking about what he expects. I wanted to vomit. I looked at you and I was like, I'm never going to like this guy. It reminds I'm us all hate him.
1: that he hasn't ever met anyone on his level.
0: Never. And quote, I picture them as kind of really the spitting image of myself. Really.
1: With, who, with what he's looking for? Yes. Yeah.
0: And I put in here, Gil says, I can't wait to get to know my wife. And Jose, all he cares about is wanting to make sure she is on his level. So here's the thing. I have a theory about him now that I've seen his roller coaster, because now I've seen what he presented himself as to us before she came in the picture. Now I've seen him completely melt. And gets severely insecure very quickly, like little things. I could tell that when he told her she looked gorgeous when she got to the altar, he was waiting for a response to affirm him. She didn't. Guess what? Most of the other girls didn't. It's not weird. Sorry, it's not. But he he expected something there, so he was let down right there. Like, that was his, like, okay, strike number one against myself. Then the awful, awful comment that we will get into where she totally puts her foot in her mouth and clearly does not mean what she said. (laughs) But I have a- So
1: what's your Jose theory?
0: My theory is that he's one of these guys who is actually like way more insecure than he likes to let on. Maybe didn't get the attention from girls that he wanted when he was younger. And so he has convinced himself that like the so he's like thrown himself then as a result of that into just being as perfect as possible. You know, like with his faith, with his money, with his accomplishments. I mean, how many times are we going to hear that he's bought and sold two houses? Like, that's pretty much all I know about him. But I just wonder because he like he acts like he thinks he's hot shit. But we watched him crumble so quickly. Well,
1: that's why I was like, "Where's, where's the swag gone?"
0: Well, and so I think that he actually, like, I had a theory, but you cut me off, and now I don't remember. Oh, we'll come back to it. So tell me, what, tell, let's talk about that little moment.
1: So they play this really cute similarity game. That's Rachel's idea. Where Oh, yeah,
0: that was awesome. Where,
1: you know, she gives a fact about herself. And then if he is also that way, then they agree. And woo, it kind of like turned into a drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the most unfortunate thing that um, a... Any, I would say whether you're, you know, bride or groom, <laughs> whoever says it is just not what you want to hear from yeah. your person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, She goes, this is, like, so perfect because I'm actually, like, not about looks. I'm all about personality, and that's what
0: I got. No, but then, but she first says, it's just so crazy because... I mean, you're like exactly what I asked for. And he's like, really? And you can tell. He's like,
1: (gasps) and then she says. Yeah. She says, yeah. It's
0: just perfect because I told the experts, I'm not into looks. I'm into personality. Oh, God.
1: And that says We watched
0: it twice.
1: It was bad. And it was
0: bad both times. However, I'm going to say I followed her first. And I know what she meant by that train of thought. I just think that she is not maybe the best with her words. Cause I, what she meant was like, here she thinks that she is the speck of dust because she's been with all of these guys that have made her feel that way. Yeah. So she assumes that a guy that's like too good looking or too worried about looks will not be attracted to her. Even after all the work she's done to like transform, blah, blah, blah. She still has this like, I'm not a cute girl syndrome. I'm not attractive. And so I think that she told the experts, like, it's really important to me that I not be with a surface level man out of her own insecurity. Yeah. And I think she was trying to say, like, I get such, like, good people vibes from you because you seem like a good person, which, like, LOL, little does she know, like, his main fixation up to meeting her was only her looks. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And she will find out when she watches back but all he hears and totally understandably is it's so great that I don't care about looks because I got put with someone that's not that cute and yeah. it doesn't even matter.
1: And it, in his mind, it's strike two because she, right, didn't, she say any, didn't... didn't say anything at the altar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, then you, oh, it's, I mean, it's really hard to see his face when she says that. Yeah, And you can tell she maybe doesn't fully like almost like maybe after she said it, she's trying to like that's well, why this is great well uh, later
1: later when she's in her like confessional you don't hear what the the question of. i don't know if you hear the question of the producer you but you she, can tell. but she goes oh yeah i mean he's he's gore, like he's i'm attra- so, attracted, I'm so to attracted to him oh, almost so like cute. why would you ask obviously i am right and right. the producer's like well we're asking because <laughs> <laughs>
0: you spent the last two hours spinning out that you think he's hideous.
1: yeah But they seem to really like each other. They do. They do. They really do. Um, Especially like in the the hotel after he's wearing his bow tie. Oh,
0: Oh, with the cross necklace. And the barren abs that then he frantically puts the shirt on. All of it made me cringe.
1: There are like (laughs) things that like that was a total from a guy's perspective. That was a total move of let me find a situation in which I can show you my abs. Yeah, totally. And like, oh, I just happen to not be, oh, I haven't found my shirt. You see? Okay, oh, there's my shirt. Let me put my shirt on now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was so painful. And she, like, laughs
0: at him, and he's like, oh. Uh, I'm like, I don't think you thought that was going to be funny. I think you thought she was going to, like, just... Ravage you right away? No, like, no, no. Want to is... drink
1: champagne out of your belly button? Jose who knows? Jose
0: and his fantasy life must be really bizarre and I don't want to know about it. But <laughs> some other weird things. Um, stepmom?
1: Yes. So stepmom married to Jose's
0: dad. Wanting to d- drunkenly wanting to talk about sex?
1: Yeah, she was smashed.
0: That was a no for me. That was I a just no. felt so bad for her being stuck. And she just kept being like, well, you're married, why not? You're
1: married if you feel it in your chest, you do it. (laughs) And I'm like, pump the brakes. Someone get this girl a glass of water and some French fries.
0: (laughs) Um, There was a moment though, where he, you know, they're deep in conversation at the wedding and he's trying to like explain more. What he thinks he's doing is complimenting her because he is smitten and he is blown away that in his mind, she fills the checklist so he thinks that he's complimenting her but he sits there and is basically telling her like no one has been enough for me and he says I want what I want and I get what I want
1: oh that's right and she looked
0: so scared and then you get the confessional with her where she's like I'm just a little bit worried that like he expects a perfect wife and I don't know if I'm going to be able to measure up to that And I was like, oh, shit, like he thinks he's complimenting her. But what he's really doing by telling someone that you've only known for three hours, that they're everything you've ever hoped for and that they are literally the perfect person in every way. And no one has been perfect until you. I immediately am receiving that as pressure.
1: I see some big up and da- ups and downs do in this in this relationship. I just think there's no way with what he's shown about his personality and what he's she worst, has shown. Guys.
0: He's the worst. And
1: what she has shown with like some of her insecurities that she's trying to deal with yeah. like, and trauma from past relationships. It just seems like there's going to be some big issues.
0: Yeah. I mean, like it is interesting because the dynamic that got established on this wedding night was exactly the opposite of what I thought. Which was, she really does have the upper hand in this situation right now. But I don't think she knows that. Yeah. Because she's so used to never having the upper hand. Yeah. And then, he is a mess, because he doesn't have the upper hand. And he thinks that like, she's not even that into him. And he's frantically obsessed with her. Yeah. So, it's like, if we could keep this going, then I'm not worried about Rachel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's, but I have a feeling that eventually there will be a shift. And I do foresee a world where he's controlling, where he <sighs> triggers a lot of her stuff. So yeah. I'm a little worried, but little worried. was also shocked by how happy they seemed. Yeah, me too. Um, okay. Last but certainly not least, we return to the lovely Bow and Johnny oh, yes. and their tea ceremony, um, which again, we just need a reminder. They were both secretly planning it for the person they were marrying. Yes. And they picked the same color scheme. Yes, So that's incredible to me. Um, there's not like a ton more to say here, but I am a little concerned. I feel like as the night has gone on, Bao is getting more wrapped up in the amazingness of this potential love story in the way that I would like (gasps) I mean like how can this not mean something we knew each other then I always had a crush on him I da 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 da. and then we get matched together and we have all the and whereas I see Johnny almost like starting to get in his head as the night's going on and it's almost like he is fixated on the fact that he never did consider her that way and even though everything feels right and everything looks right I think he's having a hard time processing it and then when he yeah I mean he said it's going to be an adjustment to be married to Bao well that's interesting I didn't read it that
1: much I didn't read it like really well you didn't I didn't just feel like I don't know I guess just- I just felt like most of his whole thing was like I want to put my hands all over her, but oh, like and so that's what I was going to ask you because he says that at one point he says that um, they don't have physical chemistry, and I'm wondering is he saying that because he is physical
0: and he's obsessed with the fact that like she isn't, has, or yeah. Yeah. is it that there isn't
1: physical chemistry because like I'm confused. I was confused by like what do you think he's meaning means well, by that?
0: I felt a little. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a guy with what we know about him that he would confuse those things. Mm. That he would confuse the fact that she is not as touchy as a person to mean that they can't have sexual chemistry. And it's like, no, they're just different love languages and you can have amazing sexual chemistry and daily life touch not be as important to her as it is to you. And that doesn't mean that you don't have sexual chemistry, you know? Yeah. But I feel like he's getting a little mixed up in the head you know, because they're sitting and he asks her and she's about touch. And look, I respected it and I could tell that she really liked it. He just came out and said, physical touch is incredibly important to me. Yeah. And it has been in the past. I like, you know, touches in in just in passing, holding hands. It helps. That's how I hear that you like me. Yeah. And she's I loved her response that she's like, thank you so much. Like, she just, he just saved her, like, a month of distress. At least with the fact that he's put it all on the table. Yeah, he's open about it. And she's being open. She's like, I'm so glad you told me. And, like, she says in the confessional, like, that'll be something that I can work on. But to him, she's like, I'm so glad you told me. Because touch is really, like, rock bottom for me of priorities. And I was like, what? Maybe we don't say rock bottom. Yeah, Like it's just so severe.
1: Near the bottom. Not the most important. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Maybe not my top need. But uh, so I can see how that would be worrisome for him. Um, But I am going back and forth. I cannot tell if I can tell that she is just totally attracted to him and taken with him. Oh, yeah. And loves their story. And I can tell that he is still a little nervous yeah. and he's going back and forth between being really excited about it and how good it all seems and then being like, wait, I don't know, I've known her for so long and I've never even wanted to date her and I've never even thought about having sex with her and she doesn't even like physical touch. I don't know, is this gonna work, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: One side note, Johnny mentions at dinner that he takes a picture of his food before he eats. Yes. And it got me thinking. It, does this happen every time? Does he, like, are we making toast and taking no, a picture? No, babe,
0: it's when he, no. Bagel bites? Let me tell you how I heard cereal. it. Cereal? And it actually is the first time I've ever, like, really, really had respect for people that are obsessive food takers of, picture takers of their food. I loved the way he described it, that when he, like, goes to a nice restaurant, he views the way it's plated and how pretty it is to be just as important to enjoying the dish as the taste. And he doesn't trust himself to remember it. And he he knows he just wants to eat it. So he takes the picture so that after, I just felt like, oh my God, like you're one of those people that really views like food, like art every time you go. And you're like, I we loathe the word foodie and we loathe the flippancy with which it is used by many people who just like- Good food. Good food. <laughs> But I would venture to say Johnny might be a real foodie.
1: Might be a real. If there is such thing. An autentico yeah. foodie. Yeah. Okay. Um, Poor uh, Johnny can't unbutton this dress.
0: Yeah, that was tragic. Oh, my gosh. I felt like, was this a metaphor
1: well, yeah. for the next
0: two months of your life? It felt that way. <laughs> it was too good. But I do just want to say one more thing about okay. the wedding. Um, So she it comes up that she likes shoes. He starts to have oh, yeah, a similar yeah, yeah. gill moment of like, I don't care about designer. Are you serious? Cause she's like, I'm wearing Jimmy shoes. Oh, he was like, what's the last thing you splurged on? And she said, my Jimmy shoes I'm wearing. And he knows what that means. So he's shitting his pants. Like, are you kidding me? The You're color, wearing $800 like, shoes. The color
1: like fell from his face. Yeah,
0: <laughs> And then she goes, well, they're consignment though. And he's like, what do you mean by that? Like, he doesn't know what that is. And she explains it. And he I'm like, I put he fell for her when she said their consignment. Jimmy Jews <laughs> like that's when he was like he was so taken. He thought it was so cute and abnormal that she would admit that maybe like on TV or, you know, to a guy that you just meet. Um, even though I don't think that's a big deal to say at all, but he was so relieved as well. And I feel like that, like, for some reason, like, her saying that really put him at ease. Like, okay, she has good taste and good style, but she's not going to, like, break the bank. Yeah. And also, dude, it's wedding day. Yeah, come on. She can do whatever she wants for wedding day, okay? Um, And then the only other thing I put that I'm worried about is that, but that she's over the moon about. He is super social. Mm. And she is very isolated. And she made a point to say, I love that you're that way. That'll be good for me because I tend to keep my people in silos. Well, you know, like one person at a time and like maybe not being social a lot. For me, I could see that being another thing that freaks him out. Yeah. But I love that for her. She's like, oh, you're great for me. You're going to help me. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. those are my those are my thoughts on them. Like, I still yeah. love them. I like them a lot. But I can tell that he needs a minute to warm up to this idea yeah. that he could really become crazy for someone he's that he has peripherally known for a long yeah. time.
1: I loved when they were getting in a bed, and he's like, do you have a body pillow?
0: And oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: and she's like, no. And he's like, oh, yeah, I love a body pillow. And she's like... Oh, that's oh. great. She's like, okay, here. And she, like, proceeds to build a fort of pillows around him. She's
0: like, this Amazing because it creates a natural barrier for yeah. us. And he's like,
1: cool. Wait, no, stop.
0: I wanted you to be the body pillow.
1: She literally barricades <laughs> him with I pillows. Know. It's like, oh, great. Don't touch me. Thank you. Good night.
0: I know. Ugh. Okay. I have just two thoughts okay. and then we're going to go because we are literally melting in this closet. Okay. Do you have a thought on the fact that in everyone's vows, the person who's officiating says, now by the power vested in me, but more importantly, your love, I pronounce you da 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 da. And I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, there is no love here yet. Like, how could we say that? that like, is a weird, it, that's yeah. a big way to step out with the traditional vow thingy. And like, if it was us getting married or our friends who have been together for a couple of years and are madly in love, Actually, really cute statement, but very bizarre to me to make the choice to add that creative addendum when it's two people getting married that don't know each other.
1: I would almost. Yeah, I think it's weird. I'm I'm I want them to just say I want all these these ministers to come out and say by the power invested in me, by invest, vested,
0: Vested. just vested.
1: Are we sure? Yes, it's not invested, vested. Learn something new every day. Um, and by the power vested in me, I would rather them say, by Lifetime Channel Incorporated, I pronounce you man and wife. Because I'm not a real minister, and we're just up here for show. I would rather that happen than you add all this fluff. Your power
0: vesting. Um, my last thing to say that I think is interesting. Every guy went for... The traditional uh sexually charged move to get the garter with your mouth under their dress when you have only known this woman for a couple hours. And I'm like, oh my god, everyone's getting their first vag sniff in front of both of their families. I I would die. I, I don't would think... if I was one of the girls, I would be like, Are you no, no? Like I will kiss you at the altar. I'm. I'll make out with you at the altar yeah. if it's good. I've been but walking around. You are not around, gonna smell my undercarriage. I've been walking the first around in front with of my family
1: with layers of sweat and spanks well, all day yes. long. They're I don't want your head. Shapewear. I don't want your head anywhere near exactly. my vagina or exactly. my privates. <laughs> 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 I thought it was very. I, I was like, privates. what are we? doing? doing here like stop just uh, stop like and Bao's like I hate physical touch Johnny's like let me get in there
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm like dude yeah
1: let's not you're really taking
0: advantage of a of a like tradition quote unquote like you have not earned that
1: no I concur which I concur let
0: Gil do that
1: very just a lot
0: your priorities are strange (laughs) Versely,
1: if I'm wearing a dress like I don't want Anyone taking off, like, if it was the other way around, I don't want anyone taking off my pants to take off a garter. <laughs> like, no.
0: That's, I mean, sure.
1: Sure. It's not the same, but. Maybe guys should wear garters. And maybe we should just change it all up.
0: I mean, the whole thing is pretty stupid. I don't even know why it exists, but it just does. I don't know. But it's like, let's not assume that level of closeness at this point. Yeah,
1: just it's keep your head out of the dress. It's, yeah,
0: it's, we don't need... A night one vag sniff. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure in front of everyone, you know? Like (laughs) I just if you want
1: to get your vag sniffs in later, that's totally fine. (laughs) But not in front of everyone.
0: (laughs) I just think that's so weird and I've never noticed it before. And so I'm like, has it always been that they all feel comfortable doing this?
1: I don't know. I remember at our wedding, I did I started to do that. Yeah. And then I start was like, like after a few seconds of being under the dress, was like, okay, wait a minute everyone's here everyone's, everyone's watching the heads I'm pulling <laughs> pulling the head out we're <laughs> yeah. just gonna do this the traditional way
0: it's strange it
1: is <laughs> Eve um, we can cut that
0: okay <laughs> Jane Jane cut yeah,
1: cut Cut. Cut. Okay, we're, we're gonna cut this pod right now.
0: Okay, we're gonna die of mm. a, a heat exhaustion. Yeah, the heat's getting in my longer. head. <laughs> but
1: getting too personal.
0: Thank you for your patience. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, uh Yeah. Thank
1: we'll be for... back next week yes, with we honeymoons. Finally, Ugh. and finally, Tim will be allowed to unveil his power rankings. Yes. I wanted to do it this week. Got the axe. Power rankings are coming next week. I know that's why everyone listens.
0: Yeah. Um I cannot wait. Honeymoons is one of my favorite times Me too. because it's like the first true weird shit we start seeing people do. It's going to be exciting. See you next week, guys. Love you so much. Talk to you soon.